And good evening. You are listening to the Athena Star Show. This is Athena Star, and it is 12-12-2007. And what a great show we have lined up tonight. We have a great guest that's going to be joining us, who's a holistic lawyer from California, Mr. Dwayne Light. Uh, before we bring him on, we want to welcome everyone who's listening tonight uh, to our show. If you're new, um, we do uh, channeling and transmissions, healing, energetic shifts with the Ascended Masters and the Archangels. Uh, we address all types of questions and all types of subjects on this show, including last week we were speaking with the Lemurians and the Arcturians and all the great beings that are helping our planet at this time in many ways on many levels. So we invite you, as always, to call in with your questions, uh, comments, testimonials, and the number to call in is 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. As we begin our show, always we have a special um, opening song uh, tonight by Eric Berglund, our friend from Mount Shasta, who is a great healer and musician. And so enjoy Eric with uh, When You Wish Upon a Star, and we'll be right back with you.
Indeed, when you wish upon a star, how true that song is. And, of course, it is the intention we put out to the universe for creating what we want to create in our lives. So we want to thank all of you for joining us tonight on 12-12-07. Very powerful activation um, combination. Indeed, 12 is the fullness, the 12 planets, the 12 Elohim. 12 is a full activation number, so we're going to have a very powerful show tonight. We'll be doing our meditation and attunement with the Masters a little later. But now I'd like to bring on our special guest, uh, Mr. Dwayne Light, who is from California and has traveled many places in his career, 20 years as a lawyer, and the last 11 have been as a holistic lawyer and helps many, many people and many ways, many levels in his uh, work, and we'll be tuning in with him here. Dwayne, are you with us? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks. It's nice to be here. We're glad you could be here. Are you in Northern California or Southern? Actually, I'm in Ashland, Oregon, just about 15 miles north of the uh, California border. Oh, my. Ah, that Ashland, this is such a treat. Thank you. I didn't realize you were there. So you're, oh, the Ashland portal is so wonderful. Yes, I, I used to live in Mount Shasta, and I know Eric Berglund. I've played music with him many times. Uh, you Kathy did. Kathy and Eric and all of us have, uh, yeah, played together many times. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I didn't but, know that. That is, yeah. what a treat. It's such, I, I just met you. Recently, of course, um, and I'm, I'm in Florida, but I just met you recently, but I just felt that connection. Um, I've seen your materials before. I, it's just now I'm connecting, but what a treat. And you know, yeah, Eric, he, he's an incredible being. Yeah. Yes. yes. He travels a lot, I know. He does. He does yeah. So um, why don't you, for the audience, just, well, you can begin wherever you, you would like to share some of your experiences, but especially we'd love to hear about some cases that you've had, uh, victories that you've had, especially in the last 11 years, that you'd like to share with us, or why don't you just go ahead and do that? Okay. Well, first I'll talk a little bit about my approach to law. I've always had a very personal kind of, uh, you know, more caring, slow approach with my clients, and actually in 1996, I had this really amazing light opening experience on Mount Shasta that really changed my whole life. I was working for a little law firm and I left that firm and afterwards came out as a holistic lawyer. I actually had an art piece of Mount Shasta on my card and a little bridge on it over water uh, saying bridging law and spirit. Mm. And, I, and I openly began to uh, advertise and put myself out as a holistic lawyer wanting to work with people who really had uh, their spiritual life in first place and looking at their legal situation as part of their path and looking at what lessons were there for them, what healings, and how to best work with the situation for the highest outcome for everyone involved. So I can give a few examples. Uh, one of my early cases, uh, a man came to me who was, in the midst of a separation, and it 
first his wife and he were very cooperative and were going to do the divorce together. And then, um, for whatever reason, uh, she just became more and more negative and it became more and more difficult and she started saying very hurtful things about him and he was really trying to hold back and not go to a negative place. And it was very, very hard. So he came to me and we, uh, I suggested that he write a letter to her and find ways to appeal to her higher values and beliefs. And I interviewed him and asked, you know, what was special to her spiritually and what might influence her. Uh, so he ended up writing a, a letter and uh, under my guidance, you know, I suggested opening very positively, appealing to higher values. He did that. He came back. It started out good but kind of degenerated towards the end, as often happens when we have a charge. So... Uh, anyway, we went back and forth, I think, three times on the letter, just continuing to raise the vibration. And when he sent it, it completely worked. It just uh, really touched her heart. And, you know, she appealed to their common beliefs and being an example to their children and to their shared spiritual community. Mm -hmm. And uh, it opened up communication, and uh, they went on to separate but have a very, you know, much more peaceful time with it. Oh, so my, my yeah, my total with him was a few hours. You know, I think it was four hundred dollars or something. And if he had gone with a regular attorney, uh, most attorneys actually take their clients' anger and pain and exacerbate it, yeah. you know, expand it. Yeah. It could have really turned into a battle and cost them tens of thousands of dollars and mm -hmm. really been very harmful to their family. So that's an example of how I work with my clients, kind of helping them with their inner work and emotional clearing and reaching their own highest values and then infusing that into the situation and attempting to raise others up to that level. And what a valuable uh, gift that is. Are there many other lawyers that you know that are doing the same? Um, there are some. I actually belong to the International Alliance of Holistic Lawyers. And oh, my goodness. There is one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's five or six hundred lawyers and judges and mediators around the world. They're mainly in family law because there are a lot of, you know, counselor, mediator types in family law. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that's the primary profession. I'm one of the fewer that one of the few who does all kinds of law and will even do trials. I try to bring that perspective into all areas oh, of law. Oh, yes. I, we hadn't talked about it, your specialty. So you, you are diverse in your... Uh... Very diverse, yes. I, I feel like I've been trained in a lot of areas of law so I can serve light workers in general. So I've done... Uh, you know, LLCs and corporations and business startups and business plans and nonprofits and mm -hmm. real estate issues and mm -hmm. bankruptcies and contracts and wow. injuries and insurance and, and trust, um, trust and things trademark, like that. Uh, trusts and wills, yeah, trademark and copyright and patents. So I'm, I'm kind of a general purpose attorney for light workers and, and what I do is, uh, I have many clients who have projects, especially special projects or healing communities, and I can act as a like a general advisor, general counsel, and then if I need 
a specialist's help, I just bring in, you know, a specialist attorney or consultant to work with a particular area. Oh, how wonderful. What a great service, because I'm sure many appreciate that. I love it. I have amazing clients, you know, just amazing clients. You, what about international law do you, <coughs> and offshore banking and things like that? Do you do that? Uh, I have some familiarity with uh, international law, uh, of course, because I deal with alternative clients. I have many people who have explored sovereignty. And so I've come across uh, offshore banking and trusts and mm -hmm. international businesses and those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just very careful around those. What I tell my clients is if you have huge amounts of money, you know, hundreds of thousands, and you're trying to do something offshore or in another country, great, you know, go go to the country and spend ten or 15000 and do it right. Or if you're going to do anything in the sovereignty area, you almost have to become a lawyer to do it right. Uh, a lot of people do things kind of, well, you know, they want to do their thing, they want to do their service or their mission on the, on the earth, and they don't, uh, you know, do enough research or do paperwork right. And I've had several clients who've, really struggled with uh, sovereignty issues because, as you know, the system doesn't uh, uh, support that very much. So anyway, uh, my, my general advice there is I, I, I support people in totally taking their sovereignty and then, but doing it in a way where they can be healthy mm -hmm. with their lives and do their real mission, or if they're meant to take on the system and basically become a lawyer and do that almost all the time, great, I support that too. Wow, how diver how wonderful. So for uh -huh. those listening to tonight, if you do have any questions for Dwayne uh -huh. or myself, Athena, uh, I'm going to just give the number here again as a reminder, that the number to call in directly is 877-876. 5227, that's 877-876-5227, and of course, if you can call USA and Canada, you would call 530-876-3222 as well. Um, we invite you to call in with your questions and comments and that kind of thing. Please do that if you're able to with the computer that some people have dialed up. <laughs> They can't do it or whatever. So, uh, or they're shy or they're just listening. So, uh, we do invite you to call in with any questions or, or comments that you'd have for us tonight. Um, so, Dwayne, do you want to, are there a few other cases that you'd like to share about that? Um, go in. Sure, sure. I could speak, I could talk about my first trial and it's very interesting. I see that you do St. Germain work. Um, I had my first trial when I was living in, in Mount Shasta, and I had a friend there who did kind of, you know, other dimensional work and psychic work, and we were dealing with some actual kind of dark forces who were trying to take over this healing hot spring, and I was representing the hot spring, you know, trying oh, to protect the, them. the Stewart one? Uh, no, actually, it was Big Another Bend. <clears throat> so anyway, on the first day of trial... I had friends in the audience who were doing all of this light work and prayer and meditation and invoking Saint Germain, and um, it was it was really interesting. Usually, a judge gives you maybe fifteen or twenty minutes to do your opening statement. They just want an outline of the case, 
Mm-hmm. And I just had like a half a page of notes, just the subjects I wanted to cover. And I was doing a lot of prayer and meditation before. And when it was, you know, my time to do the opening statement, I stood up and started talking. And it was, it was, it was almost like channeling. It was just beautiful. I just basically told the whole story from start to finish, kind of a 20 year history. And she let me speak for two hours. And the judge was up there on the bench typing away on her laptop, taking notes as I was speaking. And I would go over towards the defendant when I was talking about how he was being fraudulent or misleading or whatever. And sometimes I would point to him or I would even stand behind him while I was talking. And he was turning red and sweating. And it was so obvious, you know, when the truth comes through, it's, it's just the truth and everybody knows it. So I did this two-hour opening statement, and then after I was done, the defense attorney, uh, his attorney, stood up, and he was also red-faced and sweating, and he just said, well, we'll see what the evidence shows, and he sat down. So basically, the case was over. It went six more, it actually went six weeks and a couple dozen witnesses and all this, but the case was basically over in that moment. And within two or three days, that attorney had completely lost credibility with the judge. Because like many attorneys who've really lost touch with their center and lost a sense of what mm-hmm. what it's like to be in truth even, you know, they spend so much time in dishonesty. He, he had totally lost credibility with her after a few days, and she knew that she could trust me. So um, it was just a very interesting situation. It was my first trial, but we won very easily. And it just showed, you know, when you come in with light and you're reasonable and you really are just telling the story as it as it is and you're grounded in the truth, uh, trials can actually work out to, uh, you know, they're, they're meant to discover what the truth is. So what happens in in most trials is both attorneys go in there and lie, and their clients are lying, and nobody knows who's telling the truth because nobody is, and and you know you can get these really confusing outcomes. So in a lot of my work, I've just found that there's such disparity between how I am in the courtroom and how other attorneys are that it really uh, it really makes a difference. Not always, but I've seen that experience several times, even in court. Yeah, and as you were speaking about <laughs> the uh, divorce case, what came to mind, what flashed in my mind is uh, I have this, the video of the movie called Law of Attraction. Uh-huh. Have you seen that one? Law of Attraction. It's two la- divorce lawyers that end up, they're male and female, they end up competing with each other. In a, oh, right. It's a kind real, of a comedy, yeah. Yeah, a high-exposure couple. The guy was a rock musician, whatever, and how they just both, you know, went through the the drill. And then in the end, when the truth really came, the the couple got back together, but the bottom line was it was so, um, what's the word? Everything was exaggerated. Mm -hmm. They were competing so much that they were just, yeah. It's very interesting how when the when like what you're saying when the and in the end when the truth came out and they and the, everything was revealed 
the couple got back together. I can't remember how they did, but they they really realized they were still in love. The healing took place, but it took quite a while. But as you were mentioning, we can work with people on an inner level. We can just laser through the stuff and help them to come to a greater um, awakening sooner and therefore create even a different outcome or a better one, yes? Often often you can, although, uh, mm-hmm. you know, nobody can guarantee what's going to happen in the world, and I don't know mm-hmm. somebody's karmas or karma or uh, life oh. lessons. And what I tell my clients is that you can always win by doing your inner work. Because if you use a situation and really learn from it and get insight and especially find a way in the darkest situation to hold on to your light and to hold on to your values and be who you want to be in a situation, then you've won no matter what happens in the on the external level. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wonderful guidance, especially to those who are going through such... And, and we know that there's so many right now, especially going through such challenging times, and including, you know, many losses. People sue so much nowadays, don't they? Yes. Those lawsuits over everything and anything. But, of course, many are... There are those that are warranted as well. Sure, are, yes. Um, yes, I, I see going to court as, as taking an issue to the community. If people can't work things out themselves, then you bring in a mediator or an arbitrator, or even take things to court. So mm-hmm. when I've worked with alternative communities, you still need a way for people to work out their differences in some sort of a public forum sometimes. Like with an alternative community, you might do it with prayer and meditation and, you know, the, the community holding a circle and the people, you mm-hmm. know, speaking their truth and, you know, no interrupting mm-hmm. and and fully being heard and dealing with emotional issues and all of that. So I, I see that, uh, you know, the human law system actually has some divine elements within it. And <laughs> the trick is to find those and mm-hmm. expand on those and utilize those. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like I said before, do the, do the inner work and no matter what happens, try to come to a, a place of, peace within. Yes. Yes. So important. Uh, Do you have any opinion on, you know, that terrible mortgage crisis that's taking place in the U.S. right now? Yeah. Can can any of those people be assisted, the ones who have lost, totally lost their homes, um, not having been fully conscious or aware of all the, uh, you know, two years later it was tripled like some people here in Florida they said their mortgage actually tripled in within two I know. years. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. insight on that? Yeah, I, I have friends and clients who are in that situation and it's just extremely unfortunate. Uh, basically the financial industry has been pretty much unregulated and allowed to just rip people off. You know, I've heard of mortgages being opened for you know, started at 1% interest and then the next day or 30 days later they go to 8% or higher. And I, I think it was just <clears throat> the greed of some of the mega banks and financial institutions. I think it's 
is kind of a something of a you know I believe there are less light forces and uh, they were just trying to drain people of money and then even if they defaulted on their houses these banks thought well great we'll just get the houses back and we'll sell them again yeah. but what they did understand was that the housing bubble you know the false inflation of housing prices that went up for several years was going to burst and then the banks um, you know they're holding all of this uh, property that's worth less than the money that they've lent on it so the the, the reason it's become a, a crisis is not only the couple million people or more or more who were basically misled into these loans I believe mm-hmm. um, but the whole banking system is is somewhat at risk. You know, the Federal Reserve, the government, other banks yeah. are trying to step in and, and uh, save it, but it's going to oh. have some long-term mm-hmm. uh, economic impact. I'm just hoping that either if a, if a more progressive administration and government comes in next year, there might be some correction of that, <clears throat> and maybe some good consumer lawyers will take some cases against uh, some of these institutions. I really don't yeah, know. That's what I was going to ask. The recourse yeah. would be through a consumer uh, foundation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For individuals, right. um, some some banks and institutions are allowing people to refinance or you know renegotiate their loans at, at a rate that they can actually pay. Um, and beyond that, it's it's just a very very challenging situation. Mm-hmm. You know, the banks have tightened up now and don't even want to lend money to. People who who have uh, fairly good credit, yeah. so it's it's going to have it's already having effects counter effects. So it all came back upon them. Actually, it, the it's affecting everybody. Yeah the, yeah, the the people who were kind of victimized, the uh, you know the poor people who uh, got these loans or are losing their houses. The, the largest effect of, is on them. Yes, but kind of I think it unwittingly. You know, the whole financial system and economy is going to be affected. So I don't know the answer yet. I'm just reading about it and finding out more about it mm-hmm. myself. Yes, as, and it is true. As we go into the next year, a lot, a lot is shifting. It will happen uh, with the new entourage coming in. Uh, to And basically, the current entourage is not really... The administration is not really... Uh, in charge anymore, really. Spirit is, you know, we're, the light is holding this country together. Mm. Really, I um, on a on another level. You understand what I'm saying? It's like we're holding the energy for America to um, move through this difficult time. Not just with the mortgage crisis, but everything. Yes, I, I really That's hope it does. I, I I have a lot of hope for that. Yes. Also, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. we're we're holding it in abeyance, as the masters say. The frequency to uh, uh, as it's moving to as the earth is moving through its its changes, but especially for America, it's gone through this um, seemingly chaotic time. To bring it always what it does is it brings to the forefront the the darkness and the that which people were. Uh, unawake to before. It really wakes them up and, and shows them, look, look at the choices that you have. What do you, you know, what are you choosing? And 
for mankind. What are you, are you, you know, this is the effect of what happens. And so when it's like um, something is brought to the forefront right in front of you, then you're able to go through a shift and make the changes and um, help, you know, versus just be complacent and and be uh, sweeping things under the rug or not awake, as they would say, not awake. So mm-hmm. it is it is definitely a major awakening that's taking place <laughs> in many, yeah, many arenas. Yeah. yeah, there are many ways to, to wake up, and all, all are useful. Mm. Um, let's see. Some other, uh, you must have some other cases, uh, I was thinking as we were talking earlier, that were quite interesting. I know you can't give details, but some other... Oh, and would you like to give your website uh, so that those listening could follow up and get in touch with you if they do have uh, a legal situation or, you know, questions that they'd like to follow through with? Sure. It's www.light, L-I-G-H-T, on the law, L-I-W dot com, lightonthelaw.com. What a great name. Hey, so they can... And my, my email is uh, asklight at lightonthelaw.com. Okay. Asklight at lightonthelaw.com. Okay. And I so even got... have an 800 number. This is great. Oh, cool. <laughs> I got an 877-ASK-LIGHT. <laughs> oh, my. That is so... Oh, I can see it now on the... On the billboards <laughs> all over the country. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think at some point I might have uh, you know mm-hmm. the national light law firm and have uh, light lawyers working with me. Yes, I, what I get as I'm speaking to you, if I may say that, I, what I get, what I'm seeing is you as a teacher for other many other lawyers that will come into this circle uh, that are needing to open up more. And you know, like Deepak Chopra, as you know, he has he has held uh, conferences and seminars specifically for MDs and doctors who are waking up and helping them move through the doorways so that they could really mm-hmm. be on their path and that regular medical. So, so in a sense, you are one of those that I, I, I'm getting is going to teach and groom and assist many in a forum. In fact, you, I don't know if you're doing that now, but I see that you're going to be doing that and it will just come together. And that's why you've been so well-prepared and, and well-rounded in many different aspects. But also your, your gifts are, you know, very, very valuable to, to many people. Because law is in every aspect of our life, really, you know? Yes. Um, and, and everything. And it's so good to be, just be aware and be um, have the um, gifts that you have to bring to the table versus just the regular mainstream lawyer that is left-brained, as we would say, not awake and, and just rigid and and doesn't really help. Like you said, sometimes they actually aggravate situations because they right. want them to be more. <laughs> they want to draw things out and they want to have more money coming in, right? Yes. yes. Oh, my. Yeah, some of those where they're... Um, Oh, yes. What about that Enron thing? Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, before I do that, I just wanted to mention that on my site, I have this free guide, Law with Peace. 
And over the years as I've worked with this approach, I've found a way that to guide people within with their issue, you know, to take time, spiritually connect in whatever they, what way they can, and then to really analyze the issue from a higher perspective. So I have this free e-guide on my uh, website mm-hmm. for people, and for a lot of people, that's all they need. They get that, they do that process, and they're in a more centered and strengthened place with an issue. So I wanted oh. to mention that. Yes, that's wonderful. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I I also um, wanted to mention a case that I had last year that was great. If 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 you want to have another case example. Yes, that would be great. Okay, so this was a light worker um, who had uh, gotten into a contract. They actually went to a healer type person who who really wasn't working on the, always in the light. Mm-hmm. And while my client was in an altered state, mm-hmm. you know, from a session, from a healing session, this person signed them up to a one-year, like, $12,000 contract. And then, you know, when my client, you know, had one more session a week or two later and found out that she really didn't like working with this person, that mm-hmm. the resonance wasn't there, and wanted to cancel the contract and the person started threatening her and was trying to hold her to a one-year contract of healing work where, you know, my client didn't even resonate. So um, as we worked with this, as I worked with my client, intuitively I saw that she might have this pattern of giving her power away and giving resources away and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of uh, mm-hmm. holes in her, in her, boundaries that would allow her to be taken advantage of like this. Mm-hmm. So as I was working on the case with her, she did a lot of inner work around this issue and really strengthened herself in this way. And then in the course of it, we, we wrote a very powerful letter to this person that just ended it. The person never contacted her again. So we we resolved the legal issue on the 3D level, but that client just loves me because we also dealt with one of her real deep soul-level issues of empowerment. Mm. And that's remarkable that it got dissolved, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sometimes it works like that. You know, sometimes you shed light on the darkness or write a very powerful letter. It can be still very conscious and caring, but, you know, also with the power of, you know, if you want to take this to the community or court, let's go, you know. The truth's yeah. on my side. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, for, for those that are listening that are maybe have a situation where they need a, a lawyer and they, they're especially a holistic lawyer, they, they could call you or contact you through the website. Do you have like an intro where they could talk with you to see if, it's a match. They can uh, go forward with the, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I do a free 15 minutes or so just so somebody can chat and see if it's something that I might be oh. able to uh, help them with. And a lot of situations I can even resolve for free in that 15 minutes. Just tell people, oh, go here or do this or mm-hmm. talk to this person or whatever. Or if uh, if it's something where uh, I think I can help them and they feel good about it, then we can move on and Sure. Uh, have me help them on it. Sure, like paperwork or whatever. There's 
are wanting to drop. Oh, that's great. Um, let's see. There was, we talked about different, what about children? You get involved with cases of custody and things like that? Um, somewhat. I've been involved in a couple issues like that. It's uh, more challenging if, if there are issues around children where it's really contested, like custody issues uh, or guardianship issues, those kinds of things, then you really need to have a, a local family law specialist. So I have worked with people where uh, my approach is that <coughs> if there's at least one conscious person in the case, I'll work with them, you know, <laughs> because... It sounds funny, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. At least so, one conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the rest so, are, yeah. Yeah, because if I can work with one person, they can maybe transform it, you know, by really holding the light and uplifting yeah. others. They may yeah. be able to transform the situation to a, to a cooperative place. And if it gets really... Uh, you know, conflict-oriented and needs to go to court, then I can still, sometimes I have a client and I just coach them on how to deal with the situation or even help them find an attorney and manage that attorney so the costs stay as low as possible and the, and my client gets to manage the case in the way that they want. So as you probably know, some attorneys get a case and they'll do everything they can on it just to run up their hours, run up their bill. So a lot of times I work with other attorneys, you know, for a client and just have them do the minimum that's necessary, right, and to avoid the filing of unnecessary papers or avoid conflict in their letters and communications and really just continually try to move things towards peace and resolution and negotiation. You you basically lighten up the law. <laughs> that's my I, that's my mission. <laughs> you lighten up the law. Why? Yeah. I'll call you the, the lightening up, the lighten up lawyer. Um, uh, it is it's wonderful, and of course, some are ready to hear. Uh, lawyers are ready to hear what what you have to say, and then some are not. But that's yeah. okay. And you do uh -huh. you have uh, you have a guide, but you don't have. A, is that your book? Do you have a book? Um, I did write a little book some years ago. It's it's kind of it kind of transformed into my uh, website and uh, some other materials. I actually have some pieces on my site uh, dealing with contracts and a couple other issues where people can get like a half hour audio of me talking about a subject plus some written materials, and it's like a little you know empowerment. Sure. Uh, sort of guide to help them deal with an issue. So I've mm -hmm. kind of transformed it into that form. That's wonderful. Uh, I know, I have a sense that many people are looking for someone like you uh, around the world, They're around America especially. Yeah, I, I have international clients at times. I have one client in uh, Ireland, actually, who's a spiritual teacher. Oh. And I've helped him with issues there and also here. And I occasionally get uh, issues in other in other countries. Mm -hmm. And I, I just feel like many are looking for you. They just don't know how to find you. But you, you know, keep projecting that and you, you get more, have more exposure. Uh, that's really important. That's really, well, you know that. You know, yes. Important. 
Um, do, do, you, do you travel around speaking, or uh, is that something that you do? Um, not really. Uh, I have given talks now and then. Uh, the main thing I do is, uh, you know, I have my website, and okay. I... Uh, <clears throat> I'm connected with uh, Living Light Agency in the L.A. area, and she has me doing teleseminars and webinars online. Mm. And then I, you know, do a little advertising through uh, emails and, uh, you know, other means like that. But I, I pretty much stay local here. I've got clients all over the country. I, at any one time, I might have clients in five or eight different states. <clears throat> And, and yeah. I, I want to clarify here that I'm licensed in California, so when it comes to specific legal issues, I can oh, yeah. do California law. And what I do with clients in other states is more act as a coach or consultant and help them, especially with the inner work and a general approach to law. Hello? And then if, yeah. we, if Hello? we need a... Hi. Hello. Oh, I believe we have a caller, Dwayne. Hi, okay. yes. Who's so, Hello? Yes. Okay, okay, great. You can hear me. So I have a question in regards to lightworkers still working with the, what I call, old paradigm existence and how we get ourselves into challenges with, um, in a lot of cases, getting our money uh, from people because we tend to be thought of as kind of weak or docile or, you know, they sort of drag it out or what's the best way that we could work with a lawyer such as yourself in business circumstances to optimize our situation? Um, so like work, workers trying to get their money from somebody, like get paid? Yeah, generally, like I work with a lot of different ventures and, you know, they're all, you know, they sound great in the beginning and you get involved and then... <laughs> Right. There's a challenge with them sharing the money or getting the money out or, you know, when you set up a venture, it's very difficult to get all their monies up front, so then you have to get monies later, and then right. they sort of start backpedaling. How do you, how do you work with um, more conscious people that are still working with old paradigm systems that are very shrewd in how they manipulate and keep money from going into our hands a lot of times. Uh-huh. Well, well, I've actually been involved in various, you know, venture enterprises, startups. You know, I've had several clients start businesses, and I've also had clients who've invested in ventures and lost their money or have them go south. Um, it's kind of a case-by-case situation, uh, if I'm working with somebody at the beginning where they're thinking about putting their money into something, then we can do some due diligence and check it out and see if it's really grounded and see if it does have a good chance to go. And also, just in general, if you're start, if you're putting money into a startup, you know, something like nine out of ten businesses, new businesses fail within a couple years. So it's, it's already kind of a high-risk thing. And people who do venture capital investing, this is why they want to get five or six times their money back if a business is successful because, you know, four out of five or eight out of ten or whatever that they invest in are not going to work. So 
um, if somebody is going to invest in venture uh, businesses, they just really need to know that it's higher risk and have the ability to uh, to check it out. Then sometimes with some investments, there's uh, equity. You know, there's a way to guarantee your funds or back your funds. Um, I've also dealt with situations where clients have been, you know, misled or defrauded and, and tried to help them get their money back. It's, it's all very challenging. It's, it's interesting because we as light workers are here on the earth with bodies and we kind of need places to live and food to eat and money and all of that. So we're in the third dimension and we need to deal with third dimensional, uh, issues. The thing I constantly work with is helping people to deal with these issues, but in a way that uh, enlightens them a bit and brings them up to higher integrity and consciousness and cooperation and sharing and taking care of each other and those sorts of things. So if, if I'm involved in the beginning of a, a venture, I just, I just try to make sure that everybody is taken care of and that... Uh, the materials are, are honest and, uh, you know, that there's the best chance possible for, uh, for things to work. So that's a general, a general answer. It's a, it's a case-by-case thing, but, but the answer is, the, the general answer is always the same. It's always go within, go to your heart, you know, connect with the divine, get your highest guidance, do the highest and best thing possible. And that may include, like if you've lost money in a venture, that may include, you know, taking people to court and, you know, karmically giving them feedback about, you know, if they've misled people. I think the best thing for them is to be pulled, you know, into court and, uh, you know, have, you know, have whatever karmic feedback they, they know to, you know, turn, turn towards the light, turn toward better relationships with people. Unless they have a clause in the um, agreement that the person signed going into the venture saying they are not liable for that the person's going into this at their own risk, <laughs> right, yes, or something and, like that. Yeah, and most venture agreements do that because they are high risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like in my agreements with my clients, I, I can't guarantee the outcome of any case. And one of my paragraphs says I can't. So I don't want my clients to get the wrong ideas. And in, in any venture capital agreement, it's probably going to have that uh, that statement. Mm-hmm. However, you can get around that if if you were given false information. You know, if you were defrauded, oh. then, then that's out the window, right? So mm-hmm. that that kind of clause can be upheld if 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 everybody is really acting in good faith and honestly. Wow, that was a great question. Uh, who, who is calling in with us? That's, my name is Valerie, Valerie Sagitt. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Not Valerie Plain, so huh? <laughs> not ba- Valerie who? Plain. She's the one that uh, has this lawsuit against Cheney and Rove right now. She was no, the one. No, no. No, I'm just teasing you. I have one additional question. Many times in the the light work family, when you're involved with relationships and we don't get married, and then situations come up where um, 
it would have been better if we had gotten married. How how do how do you handle things like that? Uh, you know, basically uh, separation or divorce. You mean? Uh, separation, divorce, or someone you know leaves their body, and the other person is left with tending to the circumstances, and they don't have all the legal wherewithal to do it, and, and they're just kind of in the soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's a case-by-case situation. Uh, I, you know, I've worked with people in dissolutions and separations, and again, my my role in that sort of thing is, is really to be kind of a uh, counselor. I see myself as a mediator in one way between the higher worlds and this world, right? And I try to help to empower my clients to bring in their highest values and beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, oneness and truth and beauty and love and cooperation and all of those things into a situation. So generally that's how I would uh, work with somebody. And you mentioned uh, people leaving their body and, you know, the other person having to deal with the leftover issues or whatever or yes, state. Yeah, yeah I've done a lot of... Um, holistic estate planning and uh, consulting with people. So actually, I I, uh, I was trained in Reiki, Reiki 1 in 1983, and I had the beautiful experience of seeing both my father and my grandfather through home death. And I did Reiki and prayer and spiritual work with each of them and had just profound experiences. And then I went on to do... Um, what was called uh, Will from the Heart uh, workshops and a, and a little nonprofit project. So I've, I have actually a lot of background in estate planning and trusts and advising people around death and dying. And I've had my own near-death experience and been out of my body and all of that. So I, I, I work with that issue on, on really all levels. That's uh, it's wonderful. One of, yeah, it's one of my favorite areas of the law. So... Again, it's a case-by-case situation, but the answer is always inner work first. You know, first find the kingdom, and all else will be given. So it's it's always go within and find peace and find the answers before acting in the world. That's that's the number one rule. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. and thank you for calling in, Valerie. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show. So we're coming to the end of our show already. We want to thank you. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> we want to thank you, Dwayne, for being with us uh, tonight. It's been a total pleasure, and we will definitely have you back on again. Uh, and I know many of the ones, many listening tonight from, and and they're from all over. They're, they're all over the place on the planet. They're all listening, and I know they're all tuning in with us. I can feel that, and they're all uh, relating because um, uh, perhaps they've been seeking a holistic lawyer at some point. So your website again is? www.lightonthelaw.com Wonderful. So they can, you can all reach Dwayne Light there uh, for more information, or you can, of course, Contact me at athenastar.com. As you know, we're on weekly Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific time. 
And this has been an incredible 12-12 activation night with St. Germain, the Ascended Masters, who are all very present with us. And Brian, I know you're out there listening, and the Galactic, uh, the Intergalactic Federation of Light and the Mothership and all the Arcturians that are with us um, at this time beaming in. We want to thank you for joining us, all the angels and the celestials, as we <clears throat> close. Yeah, it's almost midnight. Isn't that neat? It would be like like 12, 12, 12 coming up. So let's all just <clears throat> join together now in a special medi- closing meditation for literally 12, 12, 12. Activation to, <clears throat> as we tune in, Together, breathing in and allowing the full radiance of the 12 Elohim, all the light rays to flow through us from the crown center down to our entire being into the center of the earth. We invite the galactic, intergalactic hosts, ascended masters, archangels to link in with us now in a circle of light to bring forth through the threshold the highest and clearest for divine will, divine compassion, divine love, illumination, peace, joy, abundance, All that is flows through our entire being and into the center of the earth, expanding out to all portals and all stargates upon earth, the mountain portals, the, the water portals, linking in with us now for a full 12-12-12 activation as we move and prepare for the gateway of 2008, the new creation for miracles upon miracles to happen, as, and we know that it will be an incredibly powerful year of creation. It's a one year. Two and eight is a one. It's new beginnings, new creation. And as we allow the radiance of the, all the celestials to bless us now, to purify, to uplift, and to balance on all levels and dimensions, we extend our gratitude, 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 and love to all of them. As above, so below. Forgiveness. Let us forgive and set free and release all in our lives that have held us back past year and beyond and allow the opening of the gateway for new beginnings in every way and every aspect of our life, of our lives. 